Alright man, let's get to it. Family Room Podcast, episode 69. I'm Mike Rohn. It's Jesse Williams. And we back, man, ready to get to it. We got a lot of fun things to talk about today. And I'm ready to do it, man. What, what you been up to though, bro? Uh nothing much, man. Working, you know. Gotta keep that five day job, five day a week. And then I went to the shooting range with the homies. That was fun. A lot of fun. Bust my new AR. That was a whole lot of fun. Man, if y'all ain't ever had that experience of safely controlled pulling that trigger, it's it's a fun thing. You go to your local shooting range, do what you got to do, get up in there and experience that thrill. It's a adrenaline rush. It's a stress reliever. Anybody out there stressing, safe and calmly, you know, mm-hmm. right? safely. But yeah, what's up with you, though? What'd you do? How's your week? My week been good, man. Pretty much the same. It's a lot of editing. I'm trying to find, uh, trying to find time to sleep, like a bal- uh, not time to sleep, but a balance with it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if I said it last week, but I've been like, I was like saying like I just gotta stay up late. Mm-hmm. But if I stay up late, that means I'm gonna edit until like four and go to sleep Oof. like four thirty, and I'm gotta be back up by like eight with the kids. You know what I'm saying? You did that last night. I did it once and I was wiped out and I was like I can't do that. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, everything been good, man. Had a, a couple of interviews canceled because wifey just, you know, what I'm saying with the COVID, the new strain, and everything. Wifey just wasn't comfortable, so I got to do my show. I got to do on the Michael Michael flicks with a plexiglass now, bro. Whew. I had to go to the hardware store and get a plexiglass and then set up my cameras to where like it's not too too noticeable. Yeah. 2020 I'd rather, rather do that than, than not do a show at all You know what I mean Oh facts And that's because You don't want to be Six feet apart Because if you were Six feet apart You wouldn't have to do it right I told her that She still wants the plexiglass oh. I know How yeah. big is a plexiglass I mean it's just like You know how, how high does it go though It's like, just like right here If it were on this table It would come up to like Cause it gotta be between us. I understand. Uh-huh. I just don't. I understand. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I right. put it that way. Right. Right. Because what I don't understand is when we're talking, people understand that those like not really germs or yeah, it is germs or whatever. That range that that thing goes spreads like scoot, this. Correct. Scoot the base of it a little bit away from you. Just a little, away from you. Just a little bit. It. Mm-hmm. It spreads like this, correct? Mm-hmm. So that means that that plexiglass right here is still going around this way and up over this way. Well, no, it's just straight up and down. I know, but I'm saying how high is it for it to where and wide is it to where it's sufficient enough to be outside of that range? It's only like this wide. It's only like... It's like the ones that's like at the store. That's like... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. But if I'm saying if you're not in an isolated area... Mm-hmm. That stuff's still going to get to you. It's the only way I can do the show. That's the only way she feels comfortable. Oh, well, then, yeah, you got to have it. Yeah, man. So how does it? How are you going to set it up, though? Like, is it on a stand, though? I'm going to get, like some, like, some clamps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep the show rolling. I did. I had an uh, interview with uh, Coach Davion Famber. He coached the Kings, and he coached mm-hmm. at San Diego uh, Christian High School. He talks about, you know, getting fired from 
Christian high and working for the Kings and they had a crazy life, bro. Yeah. yeah at, did you see? Did you watch it? I seen it. Man. I seen it. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. And life. then you had the one with the uh, with the brother in law, right? That was the same. Oh, with, with Stefan, yeah, 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 that was all the same week, right? I did. I shot both of them the same day, but Stefan's came out first, and then oh, okay, and the coach came out the next week. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna um, I was gonna say maybe I shouldn't say it, but no, I think that's what I'm gonna do. So that way, I don't have to. I don't have to pay each week. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna just film mm-hmm. and record twice a week and just double up the interviews. That's smart. You know what I'm saying? So that way, I got enough content for the month. Yeah, but. You know, only two two days out the week. That's what TV day. shows do. Yeah, they, absolutely. They record three, four, five, six episodes in mm-hmm. one sitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just gotta have, I just gotta make sure I got Derek there with me because you know I gotta bring two different sweaters because you don't want the same clothes on two weeks in a row. And I told Derek because no, you know how like normally you tell somebody to remind you something and they forget. Mm-hmm. This nigga don't be forgetting. Oh, I was nah. like, bro, remind <clears throat> me like I gotta change this sweater. I can't wear this sweater for the second. He was like, hey, bro, your microphone's hoodie. I was like, oh, see, see, and I for sure would have sat down and been editing and been like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So, gotta have D there. Oh yeah, Lando, there's for sure the person you always want around you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, see, like since we've been growing up, Derek's been the most level-headed, calm one. When's the last time Derek got mad and flipped out? It's been a while. A we actually, long we're while. actually uh, back off the mic a little bit. I don't know why your mic is. Uh, we actually just talking about that the other day. Like that's like, he was like, he's like, I don't think I've changed much. I'm the same person. I just don't have like the same temper. I was like, well, that's a big change for you though. Yeah, facts. That was it, the only thing you had yeah, to change. Yeah, that because that was like that was big. That was big. And that's that's one thing you really can't have as a black man. That's what my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't have no temper walking these streets. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing good gonna come from it. So that's from son. So when he changed that, it was a totally different nigga walking around. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little nigga sitting right here too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into these topics, man. Yeah. I got, I got, I got one. I want to make sure. So no, you know what I'm saying? We can jump it off with that. Um, what are the different, like, different types of friends that you need when you're going out? Like, if you could categorize them. Mm. All right. I'm going to Vegas this weekend, so let's just say that okay. it's just a homie's trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to need somebody who is able to ball out. like The money man? Yeah. Okay. So not like saying that I don't have money, but I need somebody who's going to be like, like, I don't want to. I don't want to say it. Okay, I, I'm gonna coin it the Tito Maze. You know what I mean? That nigga. He don't mind spending. I don't mind spending. Uh-huh. Well, at that at that point, back in what was it, 2009, maybe seven, eight? Because we were still at the rec. Nah, I think I was married by then because we were talking about playing in the adult league. Was at it at the Y? Oh, he said, no, well, like, you got to hit me because like yeah. all my cash gonna be gone. <laughs> Somebody who you know what I mean who ain't afraid to throw it. Right. And then a level-headed one, which I got to have because okay. you got to bring me back to I her. I got that on my list. Okay. And then one that I wander. Because sometimes you might have to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wander off. Mm-hmm. I was... Okay. okay. I was thinking more of like like in our younger days. Like in your, your single, your bachelor days. Like the, the all the friends that you need when you're going out. 
Oh. Because we got, because I mean, we, we like Derek single, like when we going out, he might, we might have to play a role for him. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, no facts. That's what I, okay, so I'll give you mine. I was thinking you, you're going to need to, uh, you need the party starter. Uh-huh. And that's like when you get in there, everybody's still trying to like fill the room out, fill fill the club out, fill the party. I mean, he like, man, come on, man, like, accept it. You know up. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you need okay. that dude. Mm-hmm. You need a uh, you need the designated driver. You gotta have that off man, top. Though. You need the designated driver, and that, that person, Uber. Some in some groups, that's always the same person. I feel like typically with girls, it's usually the same person every time. What? The party. The started? designated driver is usually the same person over and over. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Cause that's not her thing that, or their thing, right? To do. But like with dudes, it'll it'll change from time to time, and especially with Uber. You like a lot of times now, you don't even need a designated driver, but you gotta have a designated driver. Um, so you got the party starter, uh, the designated driver. You need the level head. Mm-hmm. You need the level head. You are gonna need the uh, if there's a single guy in the group, which you we have in ours, man. you're gonna need a wingman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and that was all I had. You need the ladies, man, to want to attract the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that ain't something that you can just designate, though. What? You gotta have that, or you don't. What you? I mean, and that's that's the same thing as designated because that's only get designated if you have it. No, but that's different. Anybody can be a designated driver. Not anybody can be a ladies' true. man. True, you know what true, I'm saying? True, so true, that's true, like, true, true, true. if you got one in the group, that's just that's just it's who he. Plus. That's just oh, what he man. do. <laughs> that's just what he he attracted him over. You know what I'm saying? That's just what he do if he got true, that in true, the group. True. Okay, okay. I feel like I play I play pretty much every role. What role do you think you've played the most though? The party starter. Okay. Okay. For sure. What role do you think you're best at? The level headed one when we're going out. Okay. Because I had start the party, then fade into the back, because that's not really what I wanted to do. That's real. You know what I mean? That's real. That's real. I think for me, um, oh, no, but I was going to say for you, though, you were a hell of a wingman back in the day, though, bro. Oh, yeah, that's facts. You were a hell of a wingman back in the day. I see. I could I could depend on you no matter what, no matter what the friend looked like <laughs> or wanted to talk about. Or whatever she was on, you could count. You could count on Jesse to to be to be a superb wingman. That's a fact. My mama taught me to be nice to everybody. Nah, no, it's not. I know. I'm mess with you. Yeah. Um. What role did I play the most? I feel like I was just because I was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was the level head just because I was scary. Like, I was like, nah, I'm cool off that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it kind of brings me back to like, oh, and it brings me back to what, what you said. You was like, kind of like, you were like the voice of reason. Kind of mm-hmm. like, I knew like, if you wasn't doing it, I should probably second guess if I was going to do it or not. I don't know if I told you, but literally like four days later, you were pretty much told me the exact same thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, no, that's crazy. You know, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And almost like... Yeah, the exact same thing. I was about to say almost the same wording, but yeah, the exact same thing. Now, that's crazy. That's dope, though. Can a married man still be a wingman? Yeah. What? Why not? I mean, I'm just you know what I mean. A wingman ain't got to do nothing. I just got to occupy. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> pull out a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Play space. Pick a car, pick a car. <laughs> Anything, you know what I mean? 
Because <laughs> one not back in the day, I wasn't doing nothing with all them people. I was just yeah, I, just with, occupying time. Yeah, just occupying time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for real though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you man. think you think it's possible for a married man to be a wingman? I think so. I think it's okay. I think it's okay. It just you gotta you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful yeah. and not you know obviously not cross any lines and not you know. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've done it before, yeah. successfully. I've done it before. Yeah. All right, on the basketball. <laughs> he's like, leave that alone. All right. Yeah, uh, Kyrie. Man, homie just said I didn't feel like playing. Nah, it was. I- I don't want to believe that this grown man just did that. He had a different agenda, and I think it was to get James Harden over there. I do not believe he was just like, I don't want to play. After he made it like a big deal about the bubble, trying to get in and all of that. To turn, well, he turned around and said, I'm not going to play either way in that situation. How would, how would him sitting out get James Harden on the team? Because they don't know what, what he going to do. They going to need a scorer. I see. They're going to need somebody who's going to put up the points and compensate for this weirdo, which is crazy. Hey, KD can't do, not, can't do it by himself. You he hear, uh, not 83 games in the playoffs and the playoffs. Well, not one person could do it by themselves in the NBA. A bun- he, K, KD on Brooklyn Nets is getting dogged out by Miami. In that final, yes, they are. You see what he, you see what they, he said after that they got one blown man out? ain't got the firepower to take out five of them. Nah. Bam, those three shooters and Jimmy. You see, uh, you see what he said after they got blown out by the Lakers. <laughs> no, he said, uh, I don't think this is something that could be fixed. I think we're just not good enough. Like a whole bunch of stuff, bro. Pretty much, it's like. Calling his team trash, like nah, this this can't this be fixed. Like, these niggas ain't good enough. I gotta yeah. get up out of here. Yeah, who said this? This is KD, James Harden. Oh, oh, the second time the Lakers beat the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Boogie didn't like that. Of course not. Boogie was like, I mean, the guys in the locker room, we didn't do nothing to him. We don't deserve that. Yeah, not for real. Those are, and it's early in the season too. As Boogie, how he felt about it, he was like, I mean, I'm not really tripping. I came here to play with John Wall to be real, like. I was excited. He was like, I was excited. Yeah, I was excited to play with John Wall. I wouldn't really trip it on a dude. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's like on the one hand, it's like why keep why keep sitting there if you feel like that team ain't going nowhere and you feel like you're gonna waste a a good year playing on on this team and for this organization. But I don't I don't like the way he went about it. But on the other hand, it's like what else could he do? Yeah, especially because he still had time on his contract, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tried. He got his Anthony Davis on. Hey, but you know what? I like Oladipo over there with uh, with John Wall and Boogie though. I like that. Yeah, which Oladipo's nice. Does that are do, the Rockets? Do they make the playoffs? No, Wes. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be real tough. Oladipo gonna have to turn back into the super. He gonna have to become that superstar he was looking like he was gonna become. Yeah, he or something have to turn like into it. That pacer nigga. I'm saying or something like it. And John Wall gonna Orlando. have to really tap in too. Mm-hmm. Boogie gonna have to stay focused. Don't get hurt. Don't get thrown out of the game. Man, nah, he don't be doing that that much no more. They do it against the Lakers though. 
But you could tell like that second one was coming though. After he got into that little scuffle with Marquise Morris, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was gonna do something else after that to get him tossed out the game. I don't think he should have got tossed. But that's what I'm saying. After tossed. that incident happened, you can't not not with him. You can't take that chance leaving this nigga in the game. His reputation. Exactly. He just got that reputation. Sorry, bro. Has there ever been a time that you 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 went somewhere and before you even did anything, your rep, your reputation got you in trouble, or your reputation messed things up for you? Um, <laughs> I started I started smirking because I wanted to say not mine, but Johnny's reputation at, at Corky always got the refs not on my side, no matter what team I was on. They were like, "You played their way before I did." I know, but I'm saying when when niggas came, niggas was on refs helmet. Helmets. I feel it. And they didn't like that. So when they see me, they associated me with that after niggas wasn't playing. Bro, I used to be I used to be so wild for no reason. Like like when competing. Not for no reason. Like I'm it was, competing. Yeah, it was for but, a reason. Man, like I think back on some of that. That's that's why like when I went back when I hadn't played in a flag league for a long time and I went back, that's why I was way more calm. Still the same. Like when I'm when I'm playing, I'm going hard. I was we our team was still good. We were still winning, still getting touchdowns. But as far as like the thing how far I would go to say things to to my competitors that I didn't need to say. We believed in pressure bus pipes. Absolutely. Firmly. So we're going to apply pressure anyway, anyhow, mm-hmm. until you crack. All of that. All of and that. And it happened mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. It's amazing how people, when they just, when they're not used to that, they could be as good as they want mm-hmm. in whatever they're playing and whatever sport it is. But when they're not used to that type of a thing, bro, yeah, it's different. Pressure it's different. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to put him on blast, but uh, white dude, he played at the Christian school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Balling them up, winning league MVPs and stuff. Came to play at OG. Was a starter. Mm-hmm. Was good. Went up to El Cajon Valley, played in a playoff game. It was rocking in there. He couldn't make nothing. It was shook. You could see it all on his face. It's a different type of pressure, bro. Pressure. It's different when you know what I'm saying. I you know I didn't go get into all of that. It's just different. It's different. And he wasn't ready for that. It's different when you got the whole crowd yelling against just you. It's different when you can hear a whole section of people saying your name. You suck by name, first and last name. And not everybody can hack that. Mm-mm. Not Mm-mm. everybody can take that. Select few. Yeah. And we're, Select few. And, then, and what I liked about it in high school is we was able to come together enough to form that one super person to knock over teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I really liked about our squad in our year. Like, we didn't have that one outs, like outstanding player, but when we came together, there was nobody that, that was big enough to stop us at, at one given time. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't... Uh, we got dominated. Well, see, I don't blame that. I don't think if we if we didn't have Timor, I don't think Kenny Lawson would have had that many dunks on us, bro. No, I'm gonna be honest. We would have played a whole different type of defense, scheme, and everything. And and we so I that Doki burns me up. Not because that he dominated us. Not that, that kids black. don't do it now, but like everybody wants to be the guy with the ball in their hand so much, and it's understandable. Every of course, I always want to be the guy with the ball in my hand too. But my senior year for basketball, I knew that just wasn't realistic. And I like I mean, I was just talking about it with Dora uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago. I fully accepted my role as Steph's backup point guard and that it was my job to make sure he was ready for the game. Mm-hmm. 
because couldn't nobody like you you weren't guard you weren't you had to you had to make sure you were a starter but you had to check Nadal to give him a look yeah our best player yeah there was nobody else outside of me that had the foot speed to really slide Just with him and to, with to, to give him a real look in practice. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew Steph that. Steph was a running ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I accepted and, and at that point, I think by then, I might have even been a little faster than him because you mm-hmm. came off of all the football training and all of that. Mm-hmm. I was the only person on the team that can give him a look outside of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I knew that and accepted that and like took pride in that. They're like, no, I'm like, my brother's starting guard, one of the top guards in the county, and it's my job to make sure he's ready on game night. Like, I, t- I took pride in that. You know what uh, I mean? That's something. That's, a, that's like. That's a big thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't understand that. The second unit really keep that first unit sharp, mm-hmm. on point. So when they get out here, it seems like, man, nah, this is easy work. Boom, boom. Yeah. I liked our, our high school squad, though. Speaking of it always being easy work, LaMelo been playing way up his whole life. That's why he out there cooking right now. Oh, my goodness. Let me ask you this before we get into it, though. He's out there cooking. He's out there balling. He's, like, number one in all statistical categories for mm-hmm. rookies, right? Do you think he would be playing this well if there was a normal crowd in the stands? Or is it a bubble type situation? I do not want to say he a bubble baby. I do not want to come out on wax and say that. I do not want to believe that. I want to feel like his, his skills are pure because this is the same style he has been playing his whole life. But when you ain't got that many fans screaming at you, your first game against your brother, you ain't got that crowd and those flashing lights all up in your mug like how they would be on the professional stage. He's had cameras in them, you know what I mean? They had a little Facebook show. It's different. Fam. But I, I think he would still be producing the same, though. I think he might even be playing better. Playing better? I think he might even be playing better if there was a crowd there, bro. He I had his triple-double the first, what, 20 games of the season? Youngest to ever do it. And it would have been better? I think he'd be, bro, he's Ooh. one of them dudes, bro. He's one you. of them dudes that, like, that the energy of the game and of the crowd and of the circumstance, get and he gets to going and dropping dimes and shooting, and I, I, I think he'd be playing a little bit better, to be real, bro. Okay, I see that. I see that because now looking back at his games, he's always fed off the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's always got hype when the crowd's got hype. I feel it. Well, you want to talk about his interview, you said? Oh, yeah, <laughs> my dude. Hey, this is going down in interview hip, uh, infamy for me. Like when uh, Westbrook hit him with the what? Niggas tripping. <laughs> That's number one. That ain't going nowhere. But bruh said... I don't know. I play a lot of 21 for real. <laughs> what? Hey, you asked him how many, like, would he have 12 rebounds? Yeah, they asked him about his rebounds, yeah. He asked, so how do you, uh, how did you learn how to find the rebounds like that? But straight face looked at the camera and said, I don't know. I played a lot of 21 growing up for real. And, like, honestly, I think that was kind of a silly question. Nah. Cause this, he's a guard. He's a what is he? How tall is he? He's six seven. He's six, but he's a he's a starting point guard though. So what? It's like asking Kobe how did he learn how to. How to how it's to different. Play. Kobe's a two guard. The guy the guy he's There's guarding is closer. Team. The guy he's guarding is closer to the basket though. I don't give me that. It, it that but I mean that's why that's why the question was asked because the guy you're guarding. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Isn't isn't as close to the basket as say the power forward center. 
small forward. For me, it makes even more sense why he'd be a good rebounder in today's NBA because it's it's so positionless now. You no, know what facts. I'm saying? And and he's six seven, and he's always but been. I mean, you can you know how to read them rebounds coming off though. I feel it. I, feel I think it. that was the root of the question. I mean, the question get, may have been asked weirdly, oddly, but how did, how are you reading this ball to come off the rim to know where it's going to be at before the, these other people are? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. how I figured the question out. And I like his answer. It just wasn't professional. Mm-hmm. Like, my t- my only thing it is, like, right, you're now making millions. I hope after that interview, somebody went and told him, like, hey, young boy. Like you making money out here, you you did this interview in front of everybody. We can't have you saying um, I play a lot of twenty one for real. And then look at you, look at you like we'll, we'll see your next question. So what should he have said? He said, Grow, "Growing up, me and my brothers played a lot of basketball, tw- playing a lot of twenty one. I only didn't like the for real part at the oh, end. Okay. That's my only thing. You can keep the whole. I played a lot of twenty one growing up. So maybe instead of for real state, to be honest, play a lot of twenty one. To be honest, yeah, maybe. sound like a grown man now. Mm-hmm. Like I want now. I want to see him start transitioning to being this grown man. I, it, it, I mean, it's still early. Like I said, the first twenty games. But I hope somebody went and talked to him and mm-hmm. told him that's not how you conduct yourself on the interview. Like I don't ever want to see our motherfucking president doing what he did on this Twitter shit. I don't want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care what year it is. Mm-hmm. That's not the job for that. Mm-hmm. Basketball players, if you're you're going to be the guy getting up here in front of these cameras and talking to us, I don't want to hear you talking to me like my nieces and nephews talk. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're getting paid all this money to represent and carry yourself for. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I like, feel that. I'm all about that's being... Why, well, that's just why it was funny. I'm all about being well-spoken, but I'm also all about being yourself. Yeah, unapologetically sure. you know what i'm saying so if that's if that's how you speak i mean you definitely want to evolve you definitely want to grow but you know what i'm saying i'm you know i guess i feel you but i feel the other side too i guess yeah he got to still be him and that's why i don't have a problem with him bringing up 20 i play 21 if you don't know what 21 is go ask somebody mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't have a problem with you doing that but the dot 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 for real like if he he if he could have he would have put a little emoji at the end of that shit too and sent it in. I feel it. The one hundred with the little lines too. Hey, so we was talking about uh, like when we decide to hit the record button, right? Mm-hmm. What if what if we is like say like when you go and kick it at like like your wife's homegirl's house or something, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all sitting there, y'all talking all night, y'all having a good time, whatever. And then a couple of days later, you just happen to be scrolling on YouTube, and you see the video of that night on YouTube with oh, like video with like a thousand views, and it's like y'all's night, y'all's conversation. You you, you audio like, you know and video, yeah. I'm gonna be hot. And it's and it says like so and so's date night episode sixty two. So Ooh, it's like this so it's a whole series of shit. Yeah, Ooh, I'm gonna be hot. I might no. I'm going to be hot, and I'm going to just tell my wife to talk to her friend, though. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do no more than that. Would you ask them to take it down? They probably not. <laughs> they got an old show. That's not what it's about, though. Would you, would you want would I, them to take it down? I mean, nah. I, I don't know, because I wouldn't. I, I can't say that because it's not like I'm saying something to hide that I need to be taken down. So right. I probably wouldn't care, but I would be. I would make them feel like bro you can't do that like you can't just secretly record people and that's what I was audio and visually 
I was going to say, I think I might ask them to take it down just on the strength just, of, yeah. like, you didn't ask me. You like you didn't get my consent to record And you're not going to do me like that. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. And I guess that's why I couldn't fully answer the question. But like I said, like, yeah, you got 62 episodes. Like, bro, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how many people probably don't be scrolling YouTube to see this shit? <laughs> like, yeah, that's foul. Nah, yeah, you got to take that down. You gotta take that down. If you don't take that down, sorry, babe. I'm I'm suing your friend civil suit. I was about to say, speaking of taking stuff down, but maybe it's a video she just shouldn't have posted. You see the the video Azalea Banks posted? Mm-hmm. This chick dug up a her dead cat and made soup with the bones. What? You niggas tripping. <laughs> you lying, Mike. You lying. Not lying, man. Cat bone soup. You don't want that? No, fam. You, off, you wouldn't give your dog's cat a, bone soup? Off of a cat corpse? Nah. Fam. And that's what I was saying. Like, nah, that's that's nasty in and of itself. To For me, no offense to anybody. If that's what you eat, that's how you give it up. More power to you. It's just not don't for me. Damn, nigga. That's um, nasty. I'll tell you to your face. But yes. I'm saying, if cat bone soup, I've never heard of it. But if it is a thing, more power to you. But I've never, like, digging up a dead, like a buried cat. Yeah. She out there, bro. Who is this? Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Hell to the no. To the no, no. Who's she? Uh, Who's she serving to? I, there was never a video of her actually eating it. How'd you find it out? Would it? I mean, she posted it on on social oh, she media. Posted she it. posted it. Yeah, yeah, she posted it. And she said that she dug up her cat and made the soup. In the video, she's digging up the cat. Ooh. In the video, she got the bones in the pot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was and the niggas ask me why I only order chicken strip and french fries when I go places. <laughs> I don't trust nobody. I stick to what's familiar. See, I wasn't gonna ask you because I asked Dora on the other pod, oh but I gotta ask you. Goodness, no so, man. if you at her house and she's serving that up, you're not eating it, right? No, I'm not eating it. What's the nastiest like food you've had to turn down? Somebody was offering you some of you was like, nah, I'm cool. Because it was nasty. Not because you weren't hungry or the allergic because it was nasty. He was like, ain't no way I'm eating that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I honestly don't where I couldn't even stomach and eat no, I don't think I've came across nothing like that. Or if I was, I probably could have ate it. I was probably just being bougie at the time. Chitlins. Never tried it. Never tried and it. That, but for me, that's what it is. I, didn't, oh. I couldn't try it because of the way it smells. Oh, yeah, not facts. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, not facts. Because that's the same thing for me. My, my dad, he's from New Orleans, so he eats them. Mm-mm. His sister came in town. Mm-mm. He said, can you make me a pound for right now and a, a, a pound or two to put in the freezer for when you leave? Not gonna be able to do it. What? Not gonna be able to do it. Nah, nigga, that's some other shit. Oh, 
I told you I've been watching Survivor, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen almost every season at this point. There's 40 seasons, and I've seen almost every season yeah. at this point. Um, I was so I've been, you know me, I go down a rabbit hole and googling different stuff about Survivor. Um, so I was looking up like how they had to postpone a shooting season 41 and 42 because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I found another article, um, a Survivor contestant. Oh, where were they at? I forget where they are, but a Survivor contestant found uh, some cocaine washed up on the shore. Two dudes in the water, like, you know, like bathing. They look down, it's a square right there, a whole bunch of tape. So he looks at it, and it's a square. He said he picked it up, ran it into the uh, into the forest, <laughs> grabbed a machete, opened it up, 2.2 pounds of cocaine. Wait, so what did he do with it? The producers took it. Because they saw him on camera take it. I mean, yeah, they they, they got to film everything. They got to make TV. Yeah, the producers took it. And he said he believed the producers uh, had a good time with that over that 39 days. Or not the producers, pardon, the crew. Yeah. Oh, he people said the that, crew took it. No, the producers took it, but he said he believed the crew, like people that set up the challenges and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that, bro? I heard somebody was doing that same thing in like a suitcase of like two million washed up and they turned it in. Yeah, bro. It's washed up because they thought it was like drug money or whatever. No. No. I'm no. Uh, maybe it would been like a hundred thousand or something, but it was a lot of money. You can't I mean I'm I'm pretty sure there's somehow some way you can get arrested for that, but I didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, I might get I'm gonna get arrested for something. I found, I found some money. At the beach, washed up on the shore. My dad walking through Walmart found sixteen hundred money order. That's somebody's rent, bruh. Somebody lost their rent money, bruh. What'd he do? Yeah, I mean, what can he, he said he walked around the Walmart for like a good 30 to 40 minutes, just like. Seeing who was trying to look for know, it. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't find nobody, so he just came on home. Mm. One hell of a Walmart trip. It was one of them things, bro, where, and I had to, I had to break it. I had to break the tension with a joke. It was one of them things where. Everybody just felt bad because you're thinking about like COVID and like everybody can't really work like that. And there's a money order, so they got it to pay something. You can't like there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you could. That's sixteen hundred gone. Sixteen hundred. And we just all just said like we was all looking at. It. We all like my dad pulled out. He's like, look, and we all came around me, Keisha, everybody. We all looking at it, and I was like, that's somebody's rent. And my mom was like, that is somebody's rent, and we all just like, it was like a moment where we all just sit there like like. You can't even do nothing yeah, about it. There's too many people in the world. You can't you can't even do nothing too about it. There's people out here to try and find out who it is. You could try to be a good Samaritan and go like try like to post it on Facebook. Like that ain't gonna work. Everybody gonna everybody gonna say that's there. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm trying to figure out which way it ain't like it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Man. What's the wildest well, thing? I'm glad it happened to Pop Stuff. I'm glad he found it. Yeah, for He's sure. He's the person who deserves it though. Uh, it yeah. been a blessing. I'll take that. And and, that, and that, that was how I broke the tension with a joke. I was like, I was like, blessings come in many shapes and sizes. The facts. Because what if it was a, a wealthy president? It wasn't they rent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hey, never know. You never know. You never know. What's the wildest thing you ever found? The wildest thing I ever found. I found a backpack with like needles and stuff in it at work. Yeah, it was in le- it was left in a uh, Walmart bathroom. 
like they had just got done shooting up and shit. And then like two days later, three days later, I ended up catching that person in the bathroom shooting up. Yeah. Working security. Mm-hmm. At a Walmart in San Diego. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. But I've never seen nobody shoot up. But so to see them through the crack of the bathroom stall, because I already knew what they was doing. Doing that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah this is out of pocket. I, I ain't even say nothing to him. I just went and called the police. I was like, this is not happening. Because for one, I'm not finna say nothing to you. What I'm finna say, mm-hmm. like, I'm a security guard. All I got for you is words. <laughs> and I ain't finna say nothing. So I was just like, forget it. Do my J-O-B. Call up pigs. Fam. I don't know how old I was. We have been in Southeast for maybe a year. So I was like six or seven. Me and Steph found a hundred dollar bill outside. For real? Mm-hmm. And I remember like and Steph if I'm six or seven, Steph is seven or eight, nine at the oldest. And I remember like it's all like older, like outside of us and Ace, mm-hmm. it's like all older older like teenagers. Um <laughs> and I remember like who uh Dude, the older dude, Jermaine, I think you met him at Ace's party. And uh, Robert, I think we told them, an ice cream truck pull up. And literally, and this is back when stuff, like, you get a bag of chips for a quarter. Like, mm-hmm. the little, yeah, yeah. I remember me and Steph, like, we both got a bag of chips and a soda. So, we both spent 50 cents, spent a dollar. This nigga gave us back $99 and, like, all damn oh, near nice. all ones and, like, just a couple of fives, bro. And I remember, like. And, and it's it's crazy, bro. And I promise you, I'm not I'm not making none of none of this up. I remember when he counted it all out, like on the like the little t- in the ice cream truck, and then handed it to Steph, and then Jermaine saying, "Let me see that," and then Steph handing it to him. And I remember thinking, like, and you know, I don't even remember, like, you don't know, like. Yeah. The true value of money, but I remember like a hundred dollars for like a million at you, yeah, and, and especially back then, this is like ninety four, five, six, mm-hmm. maybe. You know what I'm saying? And it's a hundred dollars, so you feel like you got a million. And I remember thinking like, bro, like probably shouldn't have handed that to them. And bro, he literally like just, and he a teenager too. He probably never had a hundred dollars like that yeah. much singles in his Damn hand. Ones. It was a big stack. And all he literally did, bro, was just like play with it and and like literally counted out himself, and he gave it all back to us. That's crazy. <laughs> Luckily. For sure. For sure, bro. And I and to be real, I think the only reason why he well, I can't prove it. But I, I always felt like the only reason why he did that is because Ace's older brother was right there. Mm. Ace wasn't even right there. Just the one that's right above him, yeah. Robert. Only because Robert was like is like one of the most stand up dudes you'll ever meet. And I feel like he only did that because Robert was there. Yeah. Robert was there. So he was about to, he probably looked up at him and Robert was already looking at Possibly. him. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly, but I remember when he was like, "Let me see," and it didn't even. And I promise you, I remember this vividly, bro. It, it wasn't even like the "Let me see that" didn't feel like he was finna take it. Yeah, it literally, truly felt like. Let me recount your money. Like or or like, like if what's when we used to collect Pokemon cards and somebody get a Charizard, oh. and you know the homie not finna take your card, and he like, "Let me see it." Uh-huh. That's how it felt. So it didn't feel like he was going to take it. So maybe that's why Steph gave it to him. But I remember thinking, like, that's probably not the best idea. Yeah. And then he literally just played with it, counted it, and just gave it back. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. Hella. I found, I've found and came up on so, so much stuff in my life, though. Yeah. And just had stuff given to me, like, all the time. I remember Zena used to say that all the time. Like, you just be getting stuff. 
<laughs> you just be getting stuff. I'd be like, hey, man, hey. I can't control that. Stuff just falling in my lap. Yeah. We got to get you up out of here, though, right? What time was it? 9.22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good pot, though, man. One of the, probably the shortest one we've ever done, but it's one of the better ones we've done in recent yeah. times. Had a good time. Got to get out here the work trail you know what I'm saying Family Room Podcast episode 69 69. I'm Mike Rome Jesse Williams and we up out of here